and welcome to Inclusion Europe Radio. Ambitions. Right. Belonging. Okay, well, hello everybody. I'm Sebastian and I'm here representing Campaign for Change. And we're a group of self-advocates in the UK. With our Always in Lockdown campaign, we've been aiming to make people aware that the restrictions imposed on on people during the pandemic were already a part of everyday life for many people with support needs. And they continue to hold us in a state of perpetual lockdown that actually has nothing to do with COVID. And we've got some slides to show you, some posters our members have, um, have made. Frankie, like many people, likes to keep her nails looking nice. During the COVID lockdown, lots of people complained about having to have their nails done at home and longed for the salons to reopen so they could enjoy the experience of going out and having their nails done professionally. Frankie has always struggled to access a salon of her choice. Some places that claim to be wheelchair accessible are only accessible to certain sized wheelchairs. Imagine being told that you can't go to the salon or on a bus or to a restaurant because the door's not wide enough to accommodate you. And this is what Frankie's having to deal with all the time. Uh, next slide, please, Almy. Thank you. What if you are able to go out and find somewhere fully accessible to enter? What happens when it's time to go to the toilet? When I go out with a good friend of mine, he has to go home at lunchtime if he wants to remain dry, as there are no hoists or adult-sized changing benches fitted in most disabled toilets. If he chooses to stay out, then he has to wear extra pads and be left wet all day. That shouldn't be a choice that anyone has to make. And certainly when I go out, I'm not having to plan ahead about the toilet. Uh, we have the next slide. Thank you. Me and many of my friends require one-to-one -one support when we leave the house. This means we may not be able to leave the house at all if there aren't enough staff available on a shift. This can be due to difficulties employing enough support workers across the care sector, but can also be due to an individual requiring one-to-one -one support, but the local authority not funding enough hours to enable the pursuit of a fulfilling life. The next slide, thank you. If our one-to-one -one support needs involve support with managing our behaviour in a safe way, then we can find ourselves heavily medicated and housed in locked units with no access to the community. We ask that we're given a chance to learn skills and to be helped by well-trained staff. I myself was held in a locked unit for around a year and was told that I would never be able to go outside because of the severity of my autism. Since I was lucky enough to get out of there and move to residential care home, I'm able to go out with one-to-one -one support and I work all day, five days per week. Without giving us a chance, you can never know what our potential could be. Um, next slide, please. If you like heading out to the pub or a nightclub or an evening at the cinema, wouldn't you hate it if you had to go home early? That's the struggle faced by people with support needs who may have to leave the party just as it's getting started, simply because they have to be home by, for instance, 7.30 to have help with personal care and then be put to bed so that the staff have time to make their visits to other clients before the end of their shift. Uh, next slide, please. 
Imagine if you dream of a holiday in the sun in Spain, glass of champagne in hand, but instead you find yourself waist deep in mud, pulling yourself up a rainy English hillside. How did that happen to you? You paid a lot of money. In fact, you paid extra because you had to pay for your holiday and your support staff's holiday and the support staff's wages. But still, bad luck. You have to go where everyone else in your care home is going. We would like it if it could be possible for individuals to have their own choices respected on where they want to go on holiday. And um, on your slide. Thank you. In order to do new things, the sports staff need to carry out a risk assessment. Sometimes they identify the risks, realise it's dangerous, and then decide that it's a reason for us not to do this thing at all. We need to educate all support workers how to use risk assessments as a way to help us to succeed. A good example that I can think of, of risk assessing for myself is when I wanted to start work at a cafe. And so together with staff, we looked at the potential risks, such as me wandering off into the road or getting upset with the noisy and crowded environment. We realised that although there were some serious concerns, we could make it safe. The cafe said that I can wear my ear defenders at work and a member of kitchen staff could provide one-to-one -one support to me and a quiet corner could be set up for me if I needed to take some time out. However, it should also be noted that risk assessments need to be conducted in a timely fashion so that the start date of work doesn't have to be delayed by a further month due to simply the paperwork not having been completed yet. I wrote a poem during the COVID lockdowns, which I think sums up what our campaign is about. So I should finish by reading that to you all. Since lockdown started, everyone has a lot to say about the pain of not being able to come and go. But life for some was like lockdown anyway. The new normal for them, for us, was their normal every day. They were stuck in their houses. Did anyone know? Since lockdown started, everyone has a lot to say. Messages about loneliness they want to convey. The whole country is feeling depressed and low. But life for some was like lockdown anyway. All these new vows to help one another, come what may. It's important we all make the support effort grow. Since lockdown started, everyone has a lot to say. Got the time now to phone the vulnerable and check they're okay. We notice others' hard lives while our own life is slow, but life for some was like lockdown anyway. Only till now there was no space for them in our day. Perhaps these times are the happiest they've known. When this is over, will we all still have a lot to say about the people whose lives were like lockdown anyway? When we all head back out to the bright light of day, how many desperate voices will we hear pleading, stay. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sebastian, for sharing with us this uh, really uh, powerful campaign. And, and I think it's really important because it makes us think about the way that uh, we, we somehow uh, make others live every day of their own lives. And, the lockdown has certainly shown us some of the little things that we consider acquired.
and for all of us, and that, in fact, they are not. So thank you so much for sharing this with us.